In early November, the American Psychological Association released a report concluding, among other things, that concern about climate change and worry about the future can lead to many emotions, fear, anger, powerlessness, stress, sadness, which are all now referred to as eco-anxiety. We all experience various emotions that wax and wane when we're facing the existential threat of global warming, and it especially affects younger people who will bear the brunt of its impacts. I'm sitting outside a campus cafe with Jacqueline Miller, an undergraduate at Metropolitan State University of Denver. As she thinks about climate change... It's definitely unsettling. Her body shifts in her chair, and she says she wanted to slow down her breathing. I felt some some un- unsettling feelings in my stomach, you know what I mean? I wouldn't call it necessarily anxiety at this point, but it definitely is the feelings that lead to anxiety. Jacqueline is studying water and integrative health care, and she wants to start an aromatherapy business. Even with some discomfort, she seems eager to share her reactions to the climate getting warmer. She says her emotions can go from panic on one hand to feeling everything's going to be fine on the other. She thinks a lot of people are terrified that humans could be gone, or many not left. Dealing with her own anxiety, Jacqueline gets a sense of calm by working in her garden. I have a garden. I have flowers this year. Last year I did vegetables and stuff. So this year I decided to just do a bunch of flowers that bring pollinators, so bee flowers and bird flowers. Turning to nature seems to be a common way to deal with what's being called eco-anxiety. Having a range of feelings in reaction to global warming is something Dr. Adriana Nieto understands. She's the chair of the Chicano Studies Department at Metro State and says her personal reactions to climate change can go from being sad to hopeless and depressed. She says that it's important to acknowledge when we're feeling anxiety and bring more consciousness to it. We have to act. And I don't know that I act in huge ways, but I try to act in ways within my own sphere and my classroom. And she too finds some comfort in digging in the dirt. I have a tiny little courtyard in the front in the back of my house and we've just planted, like we've just put plants anywhere we could to green it up. But the act of touching plants and dirt and water, I think, is is grounding. Grounding is what DeMarley Lang finds in the Rocky Mountains outside of Denver when he feels depressed about climate and other worries. I'll go up to the mountains, to be honest, and just enjoy some time. Um, relax. I love the mountains. DeMarley is a student from Jamaica who plans to work as a lawyer, helping people in his country get access to water, which he says is difficult because of poor infrastructure. I feel angry at times, perplexed, numb, and it's just because I know that I'm not, I can't, I can't do anything, you know what I mean? Other ways to cope with climate stress? taking beautiful pictures of spiders and insects. That helps Efrain Leal Escalera, an undocumented student at the university. He arrived in the U.S. when he was six. He has already overcome many challenges in life, which makes him feel empowered when he talks to me about his emotional reactions. He exudes excitement. He wants to talk, but the subject of climate change, he says, makes him feel more frustrated um, more than anything and how people, a lot of people are not really taking it that seriously or not putting it into perspective in, our, in, in, in how we live our lives. When he's feeling hopeless and frustrated about the climate, he tries not to get caught up in his emotions and instead embrace them and feel them and, and process them and think about them and be aware of them and not just let them consume me. Um, that's, that's probably one of the things that I've gotten better at and just being aware. 
Leal Escalera engages with his community, being a voice for them and making them feel seen. He also takes beautiful pictures of insects and small creatures, visible from both an artistic and scientific viewpoint. Using my photography, inspiring people and, and bringing awe and wonder and curiosity to, to those that come from similar backgrounds to mine and, you know, letting them know like, hey, we can, we can make a difference even though you don't think it's, it's a big one. It really is because I lived it and I have experienced it. In dealing with the enormous of the climate crisis and the feelings it generates, relief can be found in what one might consider small things. And not surprisingly, among the recommendations from the American Psychological Association, spend more time in nature, plant pollinator-friendly plants, be mindful of your feelings, and find connection with others, whether it's in a spiritual or political group, or just with friends and neighbors. For H2O Radio in Denver, I'm Jamie Sudler.